Who do you have to become to manifest the things in your life that you want to manifest, to have the kind of influence? I've always felt immense fear. I was born with several palsy. I have always felt small. I was told not to take risks. I may be blind, but I teach people how to see. And I'm proud to be an individual. This podcast is for you, the unconventional leader. Maybe you are the one that everyone discounted. Maybe you struggle with fear and self-doubt. We are here to empower the next generation of self-starters to step up. Use their voice and make an impact in this world. What up, y'all? Welcome to today's episode of Fidget Friday. If this is your first time listening, my name is Heather Parody. I am your overly caffeinated Southern host. And this is a solo round with me and you on Fridays where I uh, really don't plan slash overly edit this. I literally pull up a microphone like I'm pulling up a chair next to you and just share with you some things that are making me fidget, squirm, uncomfortable in my own life because this process of leveling up, let me repeat that, the process of leveling up is, uh, is scary and it's hard. It's not something that we reach and we obtain because anytime you overcome and beat, I guess, one area of difficulty in your life and you level up in some way, guess what, son? There's another one. Thank you, Jesus, for setting it up that way in the world. That's super awesome. But seriously, I, I want to just share with you my own thought process of what's going on. I'm getting ready to head out to a conference tomorrow. I have a class tonight and I literally have like 10 minutes to do this episode. So literally, I'm sitting here with my cat, Frizzy Sam, over here napping my bubbly, sparkling water. And this awesome book that I just finished, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People in the Digital Age. So Dale Carnegie wrote this book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, back in the day. And they revised it, added some stuff to apply to the digital age. And to be completely honest with you, I didn't read Dell's original book. I know, I know. Don't yell at me. I want to, but the library doesn't have it. I guess I need to order it off Amazon. But I saw this digital age one, and I thought it would be really interesting. And there was this, the very last chapter, I'm going to flip to it right now. It's talking about how we need to view people as they, kind of as their best selves. It's towards the end of the book. It's give others a fine reputation to live up to. The idea of this is he tells a story at the beginning where there was this teacher and he gave his class a grade. He gave his class all A's. And he said, I'm going to give you this grade and I'm going to tell you how you're going to actually earn it throughout the semester. So you already have an A. Rest assured, my children, you already have an A. Now, what do you got to do to keep that A? He asked them all to write a letter to themselves at the end of the semester as if they were kind of fortune telling, seeing into the future of who they would become. And they wanted, he wanted them to step into that. Who, what kind of person do you have to be to create this A? Who are you? What kind of study habits do you have? How do you feel? How do you hold yourself? How do you talk to your peers and your teacher? Where do you sit in class? I mean, step into that for a minute. Who do you have to become? And they shared the power in the teacher using that, that tactic and how that changed the students' lives because they weren't just striving for, oh, I got to perform and obtain this. No, they stepped into that and said, this is who I am. That is, I am the student that gets 
an A. He also told another story of a mom who whose daughter is four years old and she wanted to be given more responsibility and her mom, instead of saying, caught herself saying, oh, well, you always break this or you always do that. And she could see that her daughter just kind of felt bad about herself. So instead she thought, well, let's call her Haley. Little Haley, why don't you go pick out your clothes for tomorrow? I'm going to give you that responsibility. So little Haley gets all excited. She runs upstairs. She lays out her clothes for the next morning. And guess what? The next morning when her mom walks into the bedroom, and if you mama's out there, you daddy's out there, you know you you hold your breath a little bit before you open that bedroom door in the morning. You're like, all right, is everything going to be together? Is there going to be poop on the walls? Let's brace ourselves, Jesus. Anyway, Haley's mama opened that door, and little Haley, four years old, is already sitting there dressed, ready for the day. Now, you know that's a miracle of God when your four-year-old's dressed and ready for the day. But what happened was, is they were saying, since Mama Bear gave the responsibility to Haley and said, hey, I give you this. I trust you with this. You are already responsible with this. She stepped into that and her actions followed. Now, this is, you know, this is really cool when you think about doing that with other people, seeing people in the best light, giving them responsibility, trusting with them. I even know that there are rehabilitation centers that actually use this use this strategy. People come in off the street, they've been convicted of all this stuff, and they say, hey, you're not starting from the bottom floor right now. We're going to actually put you over something. You're in charge of something. You're going to actually have a team of people underneath you. They actually give responsibilities to the people before they've earned that right. And what happens is those people actually step into that and they've seen crazy results. Again, this is such a powerful tool for us as leaders to use with our, with our children, with the people we're trying to influence, with those around us to really see them in a new light and call forth that greatness in them. But today for Fidget Friday, I wanted to challenge you with the thought because I'm challenging myself with it is who do you have to be? Who do you have to become? How can you view yourself in a new light? Shut your eyes unless you're driving. Imagine the man, the woman, who do you have to become to manifest the things in your life that you want to manifest? To have, to, have, to have the kind of influence, to see the results, to make the kind of difference in this world, to have the kind of relationships you have, to have the kind of health that you want to have, to have the income that you want to have, to have the freedom that you want to have, to make a difference through your work. Who do you have to become? And sometimes, I've mentioned this to you guys before, I shut my eyes and I vision that Heather, like what kind of woman does that have to be? What kind of human do I have to be and really start making decisions from that place today because you know what it's already there that's already the person that I am that's already the person that you are you don't have to wait till all this stuff lines up because y'all the way it lines up is to know that it's already been done the way that the income comes in the way that the health comes in the way that the relationships comes in is if you start seeing it as if it were already as if it were now and step into that human being. So super practical, super raw, because I want to do that with you guys. I've been asking myself that lately. What kind of person do I need to become, Heather? You know, I see the future Heather as somebody who's very clear and decisive and focused. There's been a lot of confusion in my life of like, oh, should I make this decision or that? And sometimes I play in lukewarm waters, like holding on to different 
sides of the playing field because I think, oh, I don't want to lose, you know, hold of this opportunity or this possible thing or this, this, this. And what ends up happening is I sometimes water myself down and become lukewarm in my message or the niche I want to have or in my business because I'm too afraid to make a stand and place my stake in the ground and say, this is who I am. But I know that future Heather, Heather down the road, killing it, She's decisive. She's focused. So Heather today, stepping into that, I will make intentional decisions and I will be focused. I know Heather down the road, she looks good. She's in shape. She's not eating Oreos, girl. Maybe sometimes, but listen, girl is intentional with the health and with her health and the things that she puts into her mind and her body and in her spirit. So today, that's what I'm going to be doing too, guys. I'm going to be thinking, That's who I already am. That's not who I'm one day going to be. How does that affect the decisions that I make today? How does it? I'm with you. I want to encourage you that the things that are on your heart, the vision that you have, it is there for a reason. And I know I say it all the time, but I'm going to beat it down to the ground. You have a calling on your life. And the reason you envision and dream of the things that you do is because they were put there for a reason. So don't disregard it. Don't think it's some far off dream, whatever, whatever. You have what it takes. So step into that today. Tell me what that is. I want you to find us on Facebook, Unconventional Leaders. Let me know what you think about this episode, what's coming up for you. I love you in your corner and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you have not subscribed yet, please head over to iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts and hit that subscribe button. And also, if you have a second, leave us a review. Lastly, we have a private Facebook group. If you are looking for a tribe of like-minded leaders who are unconventional in their approach, but dedicated to making an impact, head over to Facebook and type in unconventional leaders, and we will be sure to add you. You guys have a great week.